from API. This is Energy Tomorrow Radio, your source for information and conversation about the most important energy issues of the day. Welcome to Energy Tomorrow Radio. I'm your host, Jane Van Ryan. This week, several officials and organizations are coming together in Richmond, Virginia, to examine the state's energy future. Governor Bob McDonnell wants Virginia to become the first state with offshore oil and natural gas development on the Atlantic coast. And studies have shown that drilling off Virginia's coast could have a very significant impact on the state's economy. To discuss this week's Energy Summit and the potential benefits of Virginia's offshore development, we have Brett A. Vassey, the President and CEO of the Virginia Manufacturers Association, on the telephone with us today. Brett, thanks so much for joining us. You're very welcome, Jane. Thank you for having me. Let's start at the beginning here. Uh, First of all, please tell our listeners about your organization. Who do you represent? Well, the VMA has uh, represented manufacturers and industrial businesses since 1922 in the Commonwealth. We focus on issues of production and productivity related to plants and operations in the Commonwealth, and we've done that uh, as industry's advocate for uh, this, uh, this good 88 years. Well, recently, Virginia's General Assembly took up a bill signaling that the state is ready for offshore oil and natural gas production. Can you explain why that's important to you and your membership and uh, really what happened? Absolutely. This issue has been uh, going on in Virginia since 2005. In fact, the very first bill where our legislature voted on offshore development was in 2006. And um, we have been working through that process since then all the way up to today Um, We do have language already in our code dealing with offshore and the interest of Virginia's development of offshore resources. Uh, This year, carry forward, we had House Bill 756 carried by Delegate Chris Stolle from Virginia Beach, a a freshman delegate, I should also mention, uh, that actually wanted to, uh, to start thinking about how we allocate royalties. And that bill in particular would have invested um, 70% to our trust fund, 10% of royalties to local governments for transportation and infrastructure, and then the remaining 20% towards renewable energy and alternative energy research and development. We thought that was a very positive step, so we are very excited to have that that bill moving. And when you talk about the trust fund, you're talking about the transportation trust fund. We have a serious need in Virginia for new sources of revenue, and I think, as your listeners will know, it doesn't matter what state you're in, it's very difficult to get any bill passed in this economy uh, that deals with new revenue, because all that means is new taxes. (laughs) Right. But there's no question, then, in your mind, that offshore oil and natural gas production could indeed generate significant revenues for the Commonwealth. We think so. We we based our very first work in this area, and I was appointed by then-Governor Warner to his Offshore Study Commission, and we had a little analysis done by... Dr. James Koch, who is uh, President Emeritus of, of ODU, and he used some modeling of, of the, uh, the Gulf states. And even at that time, we estimated we were looking somewhere around 2,500 new jobs, around $7.8 billion in capital investment. And I think fast forward to today, PricewaterhouseCoopers has done a study recently where they estimated about 1,900 jobs just in Virginia alone. Uh, on top of the uh, pretty substantial 143,000 jobs that are already supported by oil and gas. So there's no question for Virginia that this is a brand-new start on a new industry for us, uh, uh, basically a new life, if you will, on an existing industry. 
and you rarely get an opportunity to be part of that, particularly if you're doing it in a very careful and thoughtful way, as we have done in Virginia for five uh, consecutive years, is progressing toward this opportunity. Is it accurate to say at this point that offshore energy development has broad bipartisan support in Virginia? We think so. In fact, if you go back all the way to 2006, the first vote, the House voted 74 to 21 in favor, and the Senate voted 36 to 1 uh, in favor. And if you come all the way fast-forwarding to today, you still see um, a lot of that bipartisan support. And the public polling shows that it's not a Republican or a Democrat issue. The, the whole issue of, of domestic uh, energy production, job creation, uh, and, and, and energy independence, it's something that everybody knows you have to have all of the above strategy. It can't just be renewables. It can't just be traditional. You have to have it all. And this is our good opportunity to do that and Virginia to be, um, to be part of that next wave. The Interior Department is considering a program that would offer an area about 50 miles off Virginia's coast to leasing by oil and natural gas companies. Now, originally those leases were scheduled to be offered for bidding in 2011, but now it appears they might be delayed. What are your thoughts on the delay, and what do you know about that? Well, the, the Virginia 220 lease sale um, is, as you said, it's scheduled for uh, to, to begin in 2011, and, and Virginians have worked very hard to get part of that uh, process moving. It's terribly disappointing to us to see the administration delay on this, we don't understand it because we've, we've gone through all of the public uh, hearing processes over the last, again, um, almost three years. It, it's, an, it's an amazing process. I think if most, most people understood just the, uh, the depth at which these public hearings dive, um, it's substantial. And there really is no opportunity. You, you don't hear any of the opponents saying that the process didn't uh, give everybody an opportunity to have their voice heard. It did. And moving forward with the uh, environmental impact and the leasing, all of that is appropriate. What we see now is just, quite frankly, uh, we think that it's a, it may be a conscious delay. Uh, nevertheless, it's, it's not something that uh, we'd like to see continue. We think they have all the tools they need to allow Virginia to move forward with this lease, and this is what we'd like to see. Is that one of the things you hope to accomplish by holding this energy segment on uh, Virginia's energy future this week? We do. We think that this is an opportunity for bipartisan business uh, policy people, the, the new administration to communicate afresh in a new way to our friends in Congress and our friends in the administration that now is the time, this is the place, and uh, we want to be partners in this process, but they have to act now. And who do you expect to attend this event? Well, we're very excited. We have a, uh, a real... Uh, exciting panel group where it's going to, again, with our focus being broader than uh, just the traditional, we have uh, some of the nuclear experts from the Virginia. We have the chief nuclear officer of Dominion Resources. We have the head of the new uh, joint venture between Nor uh, Northrop Grumman and uh, Arriva. Um, we also have the head of Honeywell uh, for Virginia. All good manufacturers, all uh, good producers of energy doing things pretty creatively. We also have API just doing a fantastic job in getting this issue um, out in front of the public, and uh, they're there. Of course, we also have the governor, and we have invited uh, on the slate our lieutenant governor and the, uh, and the entire administration and the legislature. So this is a great opportunity for Virginia to have all the key leaders 
uh, talking about the issue of, of energy in general, but also using this as a launch pad to talk specifically about the lease sale 220 and uh, our need to get that back on track as soon as possible. One final question that really gets to the heart of the lease sale. In the State of the Union speech, President Obama said it's time to make some tough decisions about offshore oil and natural gas development. What do you make of that statement? Do you think this would be a tough decision to decide to drill off Virginia's coast? Well, I think the decision for the president is a tough decision no matter how he goes. But the tougher decision is to not make one at all. Uh, Virginians have done everything they need to do. We are waiting for the opportunity, and there are good-paying jobs, and there are a significant amount of opportunity for revenue development, both to the Commonwealth and to the country. Uh, we expect that the tough decision before him is to go ahead and move forward with a very balanced approach for this lease sale and let the cards fall where they may. Very good. Brett Vassey, thank you so much for joining us today on Energy Tomorrow Radio. Thank you, Jane. Thank you for joining us on Energy Tomorrow Radio, brought to you by the people of America's oil and natural gas industry. For more information about this podcast or to submit questions for future shows, visit energytomorrow.org. That's energytomorrow.org.